Welcome back to Why Two Kids. My name is Patrick. My name is Taylor. And we have a bunch of stuff to get to this week before we talk about this week's show, Recess, Disney show from the late 90s, early 2000s, Taylor's Pick of the Week. That's what we do on this show. We watch nostalgic shows from our childhood around this exact era. However, not only do we have our snack of the week, we also have like a weird game that Taylor thought, I'll, I'll, I'll let you introduce it all. Okay, so it's, it's pretty... Um, well, first, the snack of the week. Okay, the snack of the week. Um, as we said in last week's episode, we went to Cracker Barrel, which is, if you don't know, the mecca of Y2K snacks. Um, so I was fully anticipating pulling one of those delicious snack options from our little snack bucket. But then I was walking around our local market, and I came across a lone jug in a glass jar of strawberry milk and i thought what a great homage to our very first episode when you got very nasty strawberry banana nesquik and let's do it right with this glass bottle local farm dairy whatever goodness of this bright pink uh strawberry milk because strawberry milk was my milk in school like i drink strawberry milk i don't drink milk like i don't like milk i've never really liked milk ever um, but strawberry milk was my shit. Are you ready? Alright, let's sit. It is so thick. It is delicious. It's alright. It's never really my thing. It's so good. We also have, I'll pass this over, keeping with the pink theme. Uh, this is not nostalgic. This is just uh, Taylor is sick and wanted a treat. Uh, we have the pink cape cake pops from Starbucks because well I went and I was like can I get a cake pop please like what do you have last left it was right before closing and they were like yeah we have the pink ones left and I was like that's perfect those are my favorite and the guy was like do you just want this three pack for free I have to throw them out and I was like yeah I do so bombs away bombs away cake pops are your thing this is my least favorite flavor what the fuck is wrong with you? They're so good, and this is the best one. You see how she talks to me? Yeah, what about it? <laughs> yeah. This is, a, this is a you week for sure. Yeah. I'm fine with that. We're <laughs> leading up to my birthday. Cheers. Like, yeah. Alright. Prior to this episode, and by prior, I mean approximately three minutes ago, I was scrolling on TikTok, as one does, and these two girls did a video where they said, let's name things that would send a Victorian-era child into a coma and try not to laugh. So I have asked Patrick to think of five things that he thinks would send a Victorian-era child, bubonic plague-era child, into a coma. Are we doing uh, back and forth or five and five? Back and forth. Would you like me to start? Uh, yes. <laughs> Takis. <laughs> you have to try not to laugh. Oh, I'm not supposed to laugh? Yeah. That's pretty funny, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I'm like, I'm not even sure mine are that funny, and now if you're trying not to okay, laugh. Okay, we can laugh. We can laugh. All right. This one, it just, like, you said this thing, and it immediately came to me. Okay. I don't know why. That, that was me with Takis. Trampolines. True. Okay. <laughs> Something yeah. about that. I was like, 
Oh, yeah. They, they would just be, their minds would be blown. Yeah. Yeah. This one is kind of not very funny and niche. The Mind Eraser at Six Flags. <laughs> <laughs> that one blows your mind. That one puts you in a coma. I know. So definitely put a Victorian era child into a coma. Uh, I can just imagine their frail bodies just like not even fitting in the seat and they're just like fucking sliding around. Okay, anyways. I have two kind of like creatures back to back. My first is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, similar vein, except not really similar at all. The World of Coke 40 experience. Why is your list just like amusement park rides? What? Why is your list just like amusement park rides? The next one isn't. Um, but yeah, if you so if you know, are, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. But the, the world of Coke has this 4D experience, and it is the most 4D crazy thing I've ever experienced. It is like it is truly an experience. It's like it spits shit at you. It just makes you like nauseous. It shakes you around so much. It blows stuff at you. It's crazy. That would, I mean, just kill them, maybe. This isn't on my list, but you know what that makes me think of? We talked about this on a, on a recent uh, future presentation pod, Halloween episode, the haunted house ride at Knoebels. Yeah. Yeah. That would be terrifying. I try not to it's remember. another one that put you in a coma. Yes. Okay. My next kind of creature-based thing, uh, specifically this, not any kind, specifically this, Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah, that would be very weird. Tenet and IMAX. <laughs> Fuck that movie, dude. Oh, my God. I cannot believe people like that movie. <laughs> Whatever we thought. Oh, it's going to save movie theaters. Um, okay. Uh, this one seems kind of obvious. Like, we, we said, like, we're not going to do just TV, cell phones, right? Something about this just seems like... Something that they would probably think is illegal. Drag queens. Yeah. Yeah. All right, my last one. Being on Hot Ones. <laughs> you thought of the weirdest shit, like, dude. Not just eating hot sauce. I'm talking about having to talk to him. Having to talk to Sean Evans. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Evans is the... Do they still make that show? I think so. Sean Evans is the most modern man on this planet. That's my thought. Like, he is the he is the pinnacle of, like, the modern man. Like, slightly AI feel. Almost. My last one is um, cakes that look like things. Like, like, is it cake? Well, that, but yeah, just like cakes. Yeah, exactly. Like, a cake that looks like a map of the city or something. A cake that looks like a baseball. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. You have to cut into it for them to get it. Right. That kind of blows. And then they eat it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Kind of like how you're eating your cake pop right now. Yeah. It's delicious. Whoa. For someone who felt indifferent about that milk, I mean, you just gobbled it down. Only a couple sips. Yeah, that's a coffee mug. This is my movie theater. Not movie theater. Movie quote. Uh, coffee mug. I'm going to read you some of these quotes and I'm going to see if you can tell me what movie is it from. Uh, we're going to need a bigger boat. Mm. Jurassic Park. 
Boat. Last rob? Boat. It's not oh. fucking dinosaurs. Jaws? It's a, yes. <laughs> I thought, no. I thought that that was the quote when they, like, get the T-Rex on and it escapes. No, it's, it's when the... No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I just, I don't know. Um, I know a bunch of these you're just not going to know, so. Leave the gun, take the cannoli. The Sopranos? I mean, not Sopranos, I'm sorry, The Godfather? You got it. Well, wait, wait, as we're talking about The Godfather, Patrick, what's our announcement? We announced it tomorrow on tomorrow's Vince Vaughn episode, so you'll have to listen to the Vince Vaughnathon tomorrow in our most sluggish episode yet to hear our big life announcement. We didn't say the connection to Sopranos. I mean, not, fuck Godfather. People can pick up on it. Uh, you don't know this one. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Is it like a ro- mother or something? Like Two thousand one is Space Odyssey. Okay. Here's Johnny. Shining. All right, last one. Where is it? Um. Oh, you know this one. Uh, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Familiar, but I have no idea. Gone with the wind. All right, this I've week's this week's it's hard. This week's television program, Recess. Taylor, tell me about Recess and uh, and why you chose Recess. Can you put this over there, please? Thank you. Um, Recess. Well, um, you know, in full transparency, there were some other choices before recess, uh, but they were not streaming. So I chose recess because it was the first thing that came to mind. Um, but regardless, I was very excited to revisit it. Um, it's recess is about, uh, a bunch of kids, very similar to like the breakfast club. Um, Is it? No, no, like the tokenism of like the goth okay, one, okay, the okay. whatever one, the this one, the jock one, like whatever. Very similar to just like that that an odd bunch of kids who their primary story happens on the playground during recess. They do a lot of, you know, hijinks, adventures, standing up for themselves, heists, etc. Um, the show ran from ninety seven to two thousand one. So, uh, a decently long run, I feel like, for a show of that that kind. Uh, did you watch Recess? Uh, I mean, okay, so when you announced it, I was like, alright, which has been my reaction to, like, all of your picks um, throughout the entire run of this show. And well, um, I tried to pick something that wasn't just so girly this time. No, I know, I appreciate it, but it just happened to be one that I just, I was like, I don't know, I don't really have much of a memory of it. I, I confused in my mind with Teacher's Pet. Remember that one, the little blue guy? Mm, a little bit. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But then when it started, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember all this shit. Yeah. I feel like it was way more nostalgic than I anticipated it being. Um, but, yeah, let's go ahead and just dive right into our thoughts. My first thought about the show, and, e- again, even in that similar, like, breakfast clubby, not, I mean, actually, I take that back, Um it's you on surface level it's really diverse for kids television in the 90s you know um there are people of like every ethnicity you could imagine however when you turn the sound on (laughs) and you 
have your eyes open, you quickly realize that it is also super racist and, like, super fat phobic. Like, there is a fat kid, and he is the fat kid, and there are constant fat jokes and constant jabs at his weight, and he is less of a person because he is fat. Um, and there are also, like, there is an Indian kid, and you go like, oh, wow, great representation. Except the Indian kid, uh, is shirtless, sitting crisscross applesauce, and he is referred to as the guru. The guru. Uh, and he uses his Indian powers, uh, to whatever. Like, just obscene stuff. There are kindergartners, and the idea is that these kindergartners are, like, feral. And listen, I used to teach kindergartners. Funny joke on surface level. They can be crazy and feral. Except, um, in an attempt to make it clear that they are feral, they make them Native American, and they have all sorts of face paint and limited clothing on them, and they basically just speak in gibberish uh, in a really racist way. They have these um, Chinese children who are digging to China. In every episode, it says China or bust on their dig sign. Um, and yeah, so it's just really, um, yeah, it's diverse until you realize it's, no, it's just racist. It's just super racist. Yeah, I mean, the kindergartners are you know, like indigenous and they use the words like, um, savage. Yeah. They use savage a lot. <laughs> and they use primitive at one point. And it's just like, like, what, what was like, I, I, I get the idea that like as fourth <laughs> graders, yeah. okay. They, who think that they're so much older than these five-year-olds that they can look at these five-year-olds and be like, those five-year-olds seem crazy. And guess what? Like I said, I taught five-year-olds, and sometimes you're like, oh my god, you guys are crazy. Like, calm down. Like, they're hyper, they're whatever, they're, you know, very stimulating. Like, there are other words we could use to describe them other than savage and primitive. Uh, And also using that that sort of character um, depiction. uh, Yeah, just... Yeah, you know, it's like, um, they're, they're trying to do this, like, ecosystem bit you know the sixth grader is the king and he's he's held up on this throne and he gets to make decisions and you said they're fourth i thought they were third graders fourth they're fourth graders and they're kind of you know middle of the pack and that's they're the every man you know that's how that's our way into them and there's uh they're very you know diverse and you know uh whatever all shapes and sizes and stuff um and then yeah you've got like the digging to China boys, <laughs> China or bust, you know, like there's, they're doing this kind of like before Mean Girls did it of like, I mean, I'm sure there were plenty of chitty teen movies that, that did this, like, it's a jungle out there, um, kind of bit, uh, which like I, like taking clicks to the extreme, which I get and is, um, has been proven to be funny, um, in, in other places. I mean, the weird thing is the show's really funny <laughs> and really and really um and really just like it's it's easy easy to watch you know simple plots field trip gone wrong the new kid you know um it feels smarter than the cheap jokes that they put in 
There's a disclaimer on Disney Plus. Oh, really? Outdated cultural depictions. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, and I don't remember that shit at all. I mean, I was a kid and I wasn't aware of that. The Native American or the indigenous, uh, indigenous kindergartners, I feel like, jogged a memory for me. The digging kids jogged a memory, but I don't remember the butt of the joke being China. And, yeah, but it's just like, ugh. That one, I mean, I'm not ex- excusing any of it. It is bizarrely racist. But the digging to China thing is... At least it was like a topic of conversation at that point in time. Well, I, I guess. More of just like, that's like a like a saying. It's like an old wives' tale. I could do without them poking their heads up in China and then, you know... Oh my god, I forgot. Yeah, they poke their heads up in China. They finally dig their way. And then the Chinese children are... A similar vein to the indigenous kindergartners. They have face Crazy. paint on. They are racistly speaking another language. Like, yeah. that is not at all an attempt to be close to Chinese. They are savagely attacking them. Like, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, my God. It's kind of weird. Like, when you... But when you watch it, you're not shaking your head at it. Like, uh, I mean, you know, maybe I'm, I'm not. Uh, I mean, as a kid. Well, I mean, just in general, like, okay, I'm sorry. In general, you're not like, whoa, this is crazy. Whoa, this is crazy. Because it's just this moment here and this moment there and this moment here, right? I don't know. I was like, well, that's crazy. Uh, that's, I don't, I don't want to say, like, it, it, I, I'm, I'm brushing over it all. But it's not, because it's not the focus of anything, you kind of forget. And then they'll do it again five minutes later. And you're like, oh, my God, that's right. Well. Right, and then we just kept going like, "Whoa, that's another thing." Whoa, that's another thing. Whoa, did you remember that? You know, but like, it's the meat and potatoes is always it's good. Just regular kids doing regular, you know, school. Oh no, recess is cut off today. How do we extend recess? You know, I'm going to the principal's office. You know, just shit like that. It's just got the. There's a lot of like. Um, I don't know if like liberal is the right word to use but i feel like there's a lot of jabs at like progressivism and like liberalism like at one point they go like um miss blah 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 it's time for recess and she goes like okay kids have fun and then um a kid goes like um isn't it too early for recess and she goes like no just they said it was time go ahead and go out and then she's like this damn solar powered watch like so i just feel like I, it's cur- I'm curious who made the show, I guess is what I'm saying. They messed with the clocks in the room. That's how they went through recess. So I think you might have missed that. Oh, maybe. But I, I also... Yeah, separately. But separately, I think that that was still like a, just a random jab at kind of like progressivism and whatever. And clearly, I feel like, don't get me wrong, there were a lot of progressive people, as we know, even political figures who are very progressive, who did really fucked up shit and racist stuff um, because things were bizarrely horrible and different back then but it's still like i don't know i feel like the level to which they depict some things i go like who made this show four movies this spot i mean this wow really this was a hit one one um uh in in theaters movie recess schools out and then three direct to video movies recess christmas miracle on third street recess taking the fifth grade and recess all grows down. I feel like I vaguely remember all grow down. It's also a. I think. Are you? 
Any chance you're thinking of the Rugrats all, all grown, grown up? up? I love that show. No, I, I feel like I'm not thinking of that. Um, also, 2006, a crossover with Lilo and Stitch the series where TJ's gang and Miss Finster visit Hawaii so that Gretchen can use a telescope, of course, reading off our, everybody's favorite IMDb trivia, to examine what he thinks is a new planet, but ends up joining forces with Lilo and Stitch to stop an experiment designed to make people lazy. We should watch that. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be super sensitive to, you know, cultural depictions of Hawaii. Yeah, of course. Because, you know, as as much as we complimented the, sh- the the film for that, the movie was the exact same way. It handled it all with love and care. So, you know, why would this show, a crossover with another bizarrely uh, uh, racial uh I think you're, you got it backwards. The movie did a pretty I'm, good I'm job, yeah. The, the TV show did not do a good job. You just had those backwards. No, I was just being sarcastic. Okay. It was just such dry wit. Yeah. Um, yeah. The tokenism in general is just very weird. Again, it's like you have like the goth one, the tough one, the jock one, the nerdy one, the fat one, the cool one, the 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 whatever. Um, there are also some very bizarrely adult jokes, which again is on honestly like the adult jokes are always kind of a I don't want to say pleasant, but a a fun Easter egg of like what didn't we catch as kids. Sometimes though the jokes are so bizarre I go like why was that in there for the adults like that just should not have made the final cut and that did happen at one point uh when about 15 separate times a teacher is trying to talk to a mechanic on the phone that she's in with to come fix her school bus and she goes like yeah, Big Daddy, can you come fix it, Big Daddy? Come on, Big Daddy, I need you to come fix this bus, Big Daddy. Come, Big Daddy, are you on your way, Big Daddy? We need you, Big Daddy. And I'm like, what the fuck? It was, like, obscene how much time, like, was spent on that Big Daddy joke. When you explain the show, it really just sounds... Like what's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. I mean, I feel like there's, uh, there's something am, in am there. Am I saying that, like, it is... It is it definitely better than the sum of its parts. Maybe not, but there, like, there are like good, clever moments in there where it's just a simple kid show that has a diverse cast and and has representation, and it's not misrepresenting these people, and it's just clever and good. And then they just take it to like a thousand in these random moments. Yeah, it's super easy to be like, yeah. I mean, if they just cut out all the racist shit, the show would be great. <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, if they cut it off, the show would be regular at the end of the day. I mean, it's still not great. But, um, yeah, just, whoa. I mean, I just, I don't, I didn't know that was a thing. I forgot about it. Every time something popped up, I was, I was shocked. Um, yeah, whoa. The show is fine. Uh, but, I mean, there's a reason they don't really replay it anywhere. They don't put it on lunch boxes anymore. I mean, it has, Gone by the wayside. You can find it on Disney Plus, but of course it's got to have the disclaimer on it now. It's just super weird. Would you care for some more strawberry milk? Um, I'm okay. My tummy kind of hurts. Drink it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. Um, you wanted me to remind you of Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Oh, yes. Thank you. Ed and Eddie, I mentioned before, as being like my favorite show of my childhood, and um. An, an episode that I'm saving 
because I'm sure I'm still going to like it. Um, one of the things I liked about Ed, Ed, and Eddie, and I like about a lot of things like Charlie Brown, where the kids have, and I mentioned this kind of before, like they have their own, obviously they're doing some sort of like um, environment ecosystem thing in this show. But I like the worlds where, where kids have their own like economy. And like there are different jobs and there's like, uh, you know, there's like a legitimate um, sort of social hierarchy and there's like little towns that they've built. I, I just really like the idea of that like adults are just completely clueless of the fact that there's just like the kids have created their own world. Because I feel like in a way it is kind of like that. Like I have vivid memories of... When I was in fourth grade, girls my age became very obsessed with um, these little tiny velvet bears. They were just little, um, I don't know, little tiny velvet hard bears. You could get them at like Michael's. And we would pay each other and fake money to babysit each other's bears and like create bedrooms for them in our desks. And I feel like there's just little things like that. That, like, happen enough to where, like, it is kind of like a little mini ecosystem in those years of, like, you know, fourth grade-ish. Because fourth grade, like, it really is a perfect year to kind of look at because kindergartners are too young to kind of have that, like, real hierarchy and that, like, real, like, intuition of, like, what jobs are, etc. Whereas, like, sixth grade is a little too old because at that point you're trying to be more, you're trying to be even more grown up. Whereas, like, feel like fourth grade, you, like, know enough about how the world works that you can pick up on it, but you're still immature enough to find, like, silly things fun and entertaining. Um, and, yeah, I, like, I hold some of those memories, like, closest to me when, like, it was just kind of, like, our own little world. I just, I think that's a funny premise, and I like shows that do that, Ed and Eddie being my favorite. That was one of the things I liked about this, you know, I like... The idea that sixth graders are the top of the food chain and kindergartners are at the bottom and and um, everybody has a role to play and specific sort of actions happen at recess and and people are in charge of things and people have specific jobs to do. You know, I like the idea that like these kids, they're the cooks and these kids, they're the, you know, whatever. Um, this does that really well, but unfortunately it's just just shrouded and all the other crap yep yep no other thoughts just eat my cake pop i'll just make a funny um next week's episode is a very special one because it is taylor's birthday spectacular is that really next week holy crap so my my birthday episode we did after my birthday Yours is happening before your birthday. That might see might might. <laughs> I'm so tired. Might be why it seems uh, to be a little early. Uh, but I mean, you know, yeah, it's your birthday week. What you want? What you got? All right. My pick comes with a stipulation. Oh. That stipulation is that you're not allowed to. Moan or groan about it. Because it's my birthday pick. So I tried to pick something that I think you would groan the most at. 
it's something that you're not a stranger to per se, but you've never seen the highlights. Do you want to take a guess at what it is? I can't think of what it's called. I know what it is. What is it called? Tommy. No, I want you to try and just guess. You would know the name if it was what I was thinking of. Okay, then never mind. And I'm dead serious. I'm looking at you right now. I'm looking at you dead in the eyes. You cannot moan and groan. I, I will accept nothing other than like, woohoo! Yay, we're watching this. Okay, ready? We are watching several episodes. They're 20 minutes each. We are watching a lot of episodes of Degrassi The Next Generation. <laughs> He's walking away. <laughs> say it. Say it. Yay! <laughs> I knew Patrick was going to hate this pick. Um... <laughs> because he hates Degrassi. But to that I say, um, one, I could be a Degrassi scholar. I know so much unnecessary bullshit about the show. And I think that I can get him to understand the appeal. And two, the only exposure he's really had to Degrassi is when I watch it on like Tubi. And I have never seen like an all-timer episode on there. Like I never catch it at that time. It's Pluto. Okay. It's also on Tubi. The, and the worst part about it being on Pluto is that when she watches the 24-7 Degrassi station, I go, we could be watching the 24-7 Bar Rescue station. But why would we do that when there's Degrassi? I, that's exactly how I feel in the opposite way. Well, it doesn't matter because it's my birthday week. Degrassi is the perfect kind of show for me because it is a show that I truly, truly, truly grew up with. I watched um, reruns when I was too young. And I, I, I do just want to say, <clears throat> excuse me, I am specifically referring to Degrassi, The Next Generation. I have never seen Degrassi Junior High. It's on my long list of things that I eventually want to watch. I never watched Degrassi the high school years. Specifically talking about the eventually what eventually became the Teen Nick um, Degrassi, The Next Generation that ran for, I mean, like like 15 years or longer. Um it's really a show I grew up with because it started when I was too young to keep up with it, but it was on for so long that I quickly watched all of it and continued to watch it as it came out. Um, it was traditional kind of like soap opera style for a while where in the summertime it would come out five days a week. Uh, and it, it was awesome. Like I, I have so much love for Degrassi. You know, to a lot of people, Degrassi is just, like, this, like, silly little, like, bad show. Um, I will go to bat for it forever. I think it's had such a deep cultural impact to those who have watched it um, and grew up with it. And especially Degrassi Junior High. We have so much to think in terms of the way uh, stories are portrayed in media across the nation today because of Degrassi Junior High. Um, and so I, I'm really, really excited to show this to you. And I, I ask, because it's my birthday week, that you really keep an open mind about this because it's something that I hold dearly. I was really excited. I had this huge, I mean, just like monster of an article that I was going to write upon the release of the HBO relaunch. Uh, and it got canned. It's It's not happening as of right now. I mean, of course... It may get picked up again, but um, this can be my outlet. So, uh, 
I'm gonna make I'm gonna put Ball Rescue on the TV every time we're not watching something for this show over the next week. First of all, number two, Taylor gets kind of accidentally two back to back because in the rotation it was her turn this week for recess and then her birthday next week. So I'm gonna get two back to back um to kick off our th- <coughs> excuse me our three Christmas episodes. I get two of the three Christmas episodes. Um, we already spoiled on Twitter where you can find us at Y2KidsPod what Taylor is going to do for her Christmas episode. So you kind of have an idea of what's upcoming. Um, I have um, some fun things planned. I guess all movies uh, in Christmas. Um, so I, I, I will look forward to those. Okay. Can you just give me give the audience a quick, quick, very quick two-sentence like, what are your current thoughts on Degrassi? And here's the thing. I want you to be genuinely, brutally honest right now. I know that they're not positive. I'm curious because I want you to say them, and then I want to have a conversation about how they have changed or stayed the same next week. Um, because you are entering, like, Dr. Taylor's Degrassi 101. Well, um, unfortunately for this, where you want me to compare my thoughts this week versus my thoughts next week, is that you're hosting next week's episode alone, and I won't be there because I'm not watching it. So, um, Stop. Uh, which, that got me so scared for a second. I'm sure you can easily talk about the show by yourself. and don't I could, me. but I want you there. Um, no, I listen, I, I don't legitimately have a problem with it. I just think that it's, I mean, it's for freaking kids. Like, it's a freaking preteen soap opera, and those are two things that I don't like. I don't like preteens. I have to spend my entire day with them. Uh, I like them just fine, but they, you know, I don't need any more of them. And um, I don't like soap operas. Uh, and so, putting those two things, I mean, we were watching it a couple weeks ago on, on Pluto uh, in anticipation of a Cut the Cord issue a couple weeks ago and i i mean i just i couldn't believe like how i mean it was like this kid has cancer and this kid's about to jump off the roof and this kid is his parents are divorcing and i mean it was like it was every 30 seconds it was like another kid i don't mean to trivialize any of those things but you know i mean it was just i was i I couldn't my head was spinning and you were like yeah it's, it's like this this is what the show is and uh and then Watching the credits, there's like 48 people in the credits. And I was like, how do you keep this shit straight? Yeah, I feel like it will be, it'll be hard for you. Like, I know it's going to be hard for you. You are lucky that you have me who has seen this entire series. I mean, just like a zillion times. So I'll be able to kind of fill in the gaps for you. But yeah, it's like, there are, there are so many people. And Patrick's right. Like, I admitted to this when we were watching it last week. I was like... I don't know how closely you're watching, but, like, when you sit down and go, like, I'm going to rewatch Degrassi again or whatever, like, you very quickly just become, like, oh, yeah, like, there's going to be something every 30 seconds and you become desensitized to it. When you don't watch it a ton uh, and then you just, like, turn it on Pluto, you go, like, Jesus Christ, it is just, like, fucking every second. Um, But that said, it just, like, dealt with so many important things that nobody else was dealing with at the time so i'm gonna try and i'm not gonna try and make patrick a a degrassi convert by any means but i am gonna try and make him a degrassi appreciator and um if you if you love degrassi are there any um standout episodes that patrick has to see if you come to mind uh manny's transformation episode in some of the early seasons i like to show him the pilot um all sorts of things so if you have an episode that stands out something you feel like needs to be seen um let me know 
message us on Twitter. Um, it's kind of like when I was watching Rescue Me. That show, it's insane the amount of people that die on that show or overdose on drugs or die in a fire or, you know, whatever. Um, and I remember you coming in and out of the room and just being like, they're killing his other kid now, <laughs> you know, and um, I, I was thinking of that. And anyway, we can stop talking about it. We, we'll talk about it next week. So we'll save the rest of our thoughts for next week. Maybe my mind will be changed. Um, most likely, I will continue to be indifferent. Buckle up. It's going to be a long episode. I am shooting for longest episode yet. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm so excited. Happy birthday to me. Wish me a happy birthday on Twitter. You know where to find me. It's at Mailer Talone. And on Letterboxd, it's at Taylor Malone. Uh, the big 2-5. 25 years. My frontal lobe is developing, and I'm still watching shows like Degrassi. Uh, you can find me uh, at Patrick J. Regal, everywhere you find people online. The show is at Y2KidsPod. You can also email us, Y2KidsPod at gmail.com. But the best place to find us is FeaturePresentationVideo.com. It's the hub of everything that we do, the Vince Vaughn-a-thon. We're watching every single Vince Vaughn movie, Y2Kids, this show that you're listening to right now. And if you're listening to it on Apple, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast, you've already rated it five stars, left us a nice review. Uh, our flagship podcast, Feature Presentation, everything that we write. Um, lots of Christmas stuff coming up, if that's your jam. Yeah, FeaturePresentationVideo.com. Put your email address in. We'll send you everything that we do for free. It's awesome. No paywall. Alrighty, we will see you next week for Degrassi, the next generation. Wish me luck. See you then. See you then.